Atomic Monsoon. This is Andy. Um, Josh is unfortunately feeling very under the weather this week, so he is not here. But I am here with comic artist Jeff Pina. Hey! Uh, who I used to work with at Samurai Comics. Yeah. And uh, Jeff is also a big Transformers fan. Yes. So I figured, well, let's, let's continue Transformers Month and talk about Transformers. Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's always nice to talk to you because you... You just trounce all of my knowledge on, on Transformers, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not a slouch either. That's the no. that's the thing. I'm, I'm I consider myself relatively well versed. It's in that. It is interesting um, talking now that I'm playing the Transformers trading card game and meeting other Transformers fans. Um, it's it's fascinating to talk to people that I've never met before and find out where their level of knowledge is. Yeah. Some people like they're like, no, I watched Beast Wars growing up, and that's it. And wow. some people are like. No, I've edited pages on the TF Wiki, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I haven't edited any, but I've read a lot of them. So <laughs> yeah, oh, I rely on that thing for yeah. for uh, honestly. There's there's that weird gap in my knowledge I have about the UK continuity. Right. Um. That's that's the area because I, I never read any of it. Not we're, really. Well, we're not from the UK. No, and, and I, we couldn't get it. Getting those reprints are almost impossible. And aside from Target right. 2006, mm-hmm. I really haven't read any of that stuff. Yeah. So. I, yeah, uh, I've got Target 2006, and I think that's it. I think that's the only one I have. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and even me, like I read it probably the first time I read it was probably about 20 years ago, really, like a long, long time ago. IDW did a re-release of it, like yeah. back in the day. Yeah, and then I got a uh, a graphic novel at a discount bin last okay. year at Con. Nice, and uh, I was like, oh, sweet! I, this has been out of print for like eight years. Yeah, I'm, this is coming home with me. That's so, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, well, before we get to 2006, yes, which sorry. came out long before that, let's yes. let's just go way back to the beginning. 1984. Uh, nice. That sounds like a good time to begin. Um, so Transformers came out in 84. Yes. Uh, the first issue of Transformers, coincidentally, the first issue of the Marvel Comics of Transformers came out the same week that the first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out. Really? I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, that's one of those crazy. weird cosmic coincidence things. Wow. Um, <laughs> and I love bringing that one up. That's also the same month that Spider-Man's Black Costume debuted. Yes. Because he showed up in issue three. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the first issue of the Teen Titans Judas Contract. Man. Yeah. That's a so month right there. May of Holy 1984 cow. had a lot of weird things Jeez. happen. Yeah. Yeah, that was like right before everything started blowing up with like Marvel Superhero Secret Wars mm-hmm. and Crisis and mm-hmm. Lensa. I, I didn't start reading until much later, but uh, Transformers comics. It right. was Transformers and Star Wars comics okay. and uh, like a handful, a spattering of random stuff like X-Men was my first comic. But like the stuff I bought as a kid where it was like, no, if I'm in the store, uh-huh. I've got to get a Star Wars comic. I've got to get a Transformers comic. So. <laughs> I still have all my my Transformers comics when I was a kid. That's awesome. Yeah, the the spines are trashed, sure. retaped, restapled. They're beaten up. I mean, they're barely holding together. But like my original dozen issues, I still have those. That's, it's coming as comic store employees, yeah. right? Uh, like that's one of the things that you both kind of love and hate to see at the same time. I I right. I hate seeing. Oh, there's a collection we're going through right now. <laughs> the dude taped all the corners of all the books. Prior to 1995, little, oh. little little tiny little tiny like quarter inch by quarter inch squares on each corner, and I can't figure out why somebody would do that aside from like 
my children are going to inherit this and they're terrible. So here you go, kids. Like that's the only reason I could I could think why you would possibly do that. I mean, that. If, if you tape them, they're not going to get folded. I mean, yeah, but then they're all yellow but, and right, jack. Right, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's heartbreaking. But so <laughs> someone who clearly read and loved their comics. Yes. I love seeing that, right? Oh, yeah. Because I, I want people to read the comics that they're buying. Oh, yeah. I, I've, I've been fortunate to replenish all of my issues with like near mint copies oh, except for like three. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but then you you hate to see it like when someone brings in a collection because you're like, oh, it's covered in tape. I can't do anything with this. Well, and it's funny because like there's this instant pass you give. And the Transformers uh, 84 comic mm-hmm. – I mean, the entire run uh, falls in this weird category where us 80s kids, we, we read our comics. Right. We, didn't, we, had, we held no value to them. Right. So you get like Transformers and G.I. Joe and, and Thundercats and Popples and Muppet Babies and like all those like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 80s cartoon little kid books. And they all got trashed. Right. So those are impossible to find in good shape. So right. even if you ever do find them in good shape, it's like, oh, well, that's a $10 book. Yeah. That's a $20 book. And, you know, no one cares about Popple's issue, too. But I think it's like $8, $8 for that issue because you can't find it. Right. So right. I'm going through that trying to finish my Ninja Turtles Adventures series now. Oh, I'm like six issues away from completing it. And they're all like oh, – yeah. one of them's like a $70 comic some mm-hmm. places. And they're like, how? And they're like, yeah. well, they only – it was the last year of it. They only printed – 10 copies. Yeah. Like, well, t- okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and it's a kid's book and it's turtles. And well, and it's funny too, because like, if you look at all those other, all those other kid type books with, mm-hmm. uh, with the possible exception of star Wars, um, there was so much continuity and story and character development that came out of the transformers comic that affected the rest of the generations that came after yeah. it. It's just, I mean, even going back and rereading some of that older stuff, there's some harsh stuff. Like, there's some yeah. straight-up slaughter happening in issue 50 alone when he gets the underbase, when Starscream gets the underbase. Oh, right. Like, he just straight-up murders the entire line. Like, you thought Transformers <laughs> the movie was, like, a bloodbath. <laughs> Move aside. Here's Transformers issue 50. We're murdering everybody. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's – yeah. <laughs> so, admittedly, I didn't read a lot of the Marvel stuff. Okay. Um, I, I got – what we would now call a trade paperback uh, of the, the, it was like the first two issues were in one of them. And then I got one that had the, um, the shockwave cover with the transformers are all dead. That is one of my favorite comic book covers of all time. Absolutely classic. Uh, I believe it's issue five Five. or six. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Yeah, And that was the cover of the trade paperback graphic novel thing. Um, And I think they were just two issues in each one. Okay. So it was like a mini collection. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, And I had just the first one and then the one with shockwave on it. So I didn't have what would be issues three and four. Okay. um, Okay. Which kind of makes sense because Spider-Man and licensing and, Um, but I had those and I was like, well, this isn't like the cartoon at all. Yeah. Uh, who is this Buster? I don't. I don't want anything to do with this. And I just kind of. They just ended up in a pile somewhere, and I didn't pay attention to it. Was them. it was weird because like I didn't even know what continuity was at that point. Sure. So for me, go, growing up reading the book and watching the cartoon, the cartoon was the cartoon, and the book was the book. Right. And I like as a kid was just kind of like, okay, well, the cartoon, the cartoon, the book is the book, and my Transformers in my living room with the blanket is Hoth, where they crash landed there. And and, you know, if I go out back where we had a dirt yard, it's Tatooine, mm-hmm. and the Transformers happen to land there. And if I go out in the front yard where there's grass and trees, it's Endor. Uh, and, I mean, that just that, that was my house layout. That's fantastic. You know, for all my toys. Yeah. It was Hoth, Tatooine, and Endor growing up. So uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I even used uh, my – I still have my uh, Millennium Falcon, my, my 77 Falcon. Oh, man. And uh, that was my MicroMasters arc. 
Okay. Because when I was playing as a kid, I uh-huh. would be like the MicroMasters had their own arc because they wanted to get away from the war. Oh, sure. And so the, the Rebel transport troop ship mm-hmm. was the MicroMaster Decepticon ship that was sent to go hunt them down. So I'd crash them in different parts of the house and they would like eventually come together and fight each other. I didn't even know I was writing stories then, but no. apparently yeah. I was. So. Right. And something you're still doing. Yeah. So, right? yeah still doing it now. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't... I. Uh, how did you find Transformers, Jeff? Because my story is I was two when it happened, so I literally have okay. no memories before Transformers. Oh, no, no. I was uh, I was a very opinionated four-year-old, five-year-old. <laughs> As many um, of them are. No, uh, but this was, this was, this was bad. Um, so, you know, I was, it was 84, mm-hmm. so I was, uh, I think, five. I was starting kindergarten okay. or in kindergarten, and it was like a half-day thing. So mm-hmm. you either went in the morning or you went in the afternoon. Okay. Um, First of all, I don't wake up in the morning very well. I never have. I never will. It's just I'm not wired that way. But as a kid, all of the cartoons came on in the morning. So you had Robotech, Voltron, Speed Racer, Transformers, Thundercats, Silverhawks, like all of that stuff (laughs) in this like four-hour block every single day. Well, my family all had their own stories. Like my mom and grandma watched soap operas and stuff like that. And they they knew like if you're reading or watching a story, you don't want to disrupt the story. So they were like, oh, we've got some good news. We're going to put you in the morning class at kindergarten. You can have the afternoon. You can watch your afternoon shows. And I was like, I don't care about the afternoon shows. I want to watch the morning shows. That's what everything (laughs) cool was. And I remember um, seeing Transformers, the the pilot on TV. I actually remember seeing that. Okay. And I was sitting there going like, man, I'm glad I have the afternoon class because I would have <laughs> missed this. Um, and so I, you know, I, I watched it, you know, from season one, episode one, all the way through. Um, we used to go camping in this little town called Idlewild, California. Okay. Um, I used to go to art camp there because I was that nerd kid. Sure. Uh, and then the, the, um, uh, the video rental place there had like the first 13 episodes on cassette. Oh yeah. So yeah. the guy and, and the first two, uh, the first four episodes of Robotech. Okay. So the first year or two when I was like six or seven, um, I would go in and rent it for the two or three days, come back, pay the extra buck and then do, because it was only like a 50 cent rental or whatever. Okay. So I, every day would come back with like another buck to like, so by the third year I came back, I was like, I want to rent all of these. He's like, look kid, just give me five <laughs> bucks for the whole summer. And I would just I just had those those cassette tapes. I was the only one that ever rented him from that that video oh, rental wow. place in Idlewild. So like I would at the beginning of the summer I'd go in and give him like the five bucks. Mm-hmm. He'd give me all like ten tapes. I'd have <laughs> them for like the month and a half. And at the end of summer I'd go back and d- drop them back off. I'll rewound and everything. But um, but yeah, and uh, Transformers the movie. Mm-hmm. San Bernardino, California was the closest place that was showing the movie, okay. and I got taken out there from Palm Springs, which is like a two hour drive. Okay. Um, so, I mean, like I was hardcore, like, yeah. even as a little, little kid, yeah. I was hardcore. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, how did the movie affect you? Oh God. Yeah. No, it was bad. Okay. So, so, so here's the setting. My, my grandfather was kind of like my father figure, right? Okay. Growing up as a kid. So he passed away when I was four. Mm. I didn't realize what death was until I saw Roy Fulker die on Robotech. Okay. The next three years... So my grandfather passes, yeah. and I'm devastated. Um, Spock dies. Oh, the the right. Enterprise blows up. Prime is killed. So at that point, I don't, I don't know if it was just specifically Prime, uh-huh. or if it was like this snowball of emotion of like, cool, every everything I love is dying. This is this is great. Um, but man, Prime died, and. Mm-hmm. Spoiler for a 33-year-old movie, by the way. Yeah, no, it's not a spoiler. That, that ship <laughs> sailed. Uh, it transformed and sailed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, I, 
I did not break down in the theater when Prime died. Okay. Because I didn't believe it. The movie wasn't over yet. He was going to come back. Oh, okay. So I get all the way to the end of the movie, uh-huh. and you know they're all chanting till all are one. And, you right. Know, and, you know, and the credits start going, and I'm like, okay. And then Unicron's head goes by, and then uh-huh. and then it, credits are going again. I'm like, <laughs> he's not back. He's not back. Yeah. And I, as a seven, almost eight year old kid, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. broke down, bawling. Oh, I, they no. had my parents had to peel me off the floor. I mean, I was. I was a mess. So we're walking out of the theater in this mall, and I am just – I'm crying my brains out. And so my parents uh, take me to the J.C. Penney's at the end of the mall, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, there is a Rodimus Prime. Mm. And so they bought me Rodimus. And so I felt a little bit better because it's like, okay, I have a Prime. I have a Prime. There's going to be other Primes, but I have the next Prime. I still have my Optimus Prime. It's okay. And uh, – I still have the Prime. Like, I still have my Rodimus. Sure, yeah. Uh, I've kept all my Transformers from that era, uh, even if they bust or whatever. But, um, yeah, that Rodimus Prime, like, calmed me enough. But, yeah, that that one scarred me a little. And then friggin' Hasbro threw a snake in a Duke's chest. I started to have, like, flashbacks. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So, So, yeah. So, fun story about that is the G.I. Joe movie was supposed to come out first. Right, and right? then they pulled and, it. And, well, there were production errors. Like, there, were yeah. just, there was problems with it. So they, they were, like, holding off on it and holding off. And then the My Little Pony uh, movie and the Transformers movie both bombed right. super bad. And the death of Prime, they were like, oh, yeah. oh we can't do this again yeah. straight to video. Yeah. So G.I. Joe went straight to video in 87, the year after Transformers. And there are... Very clearly, like voiceovers. Oh yeah. Where like instead of Duke being dead, you hear Scarlet go. He's in a- He slipped into a coma. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, at the the dock on the radio is like, Duke's gonna be okay. Yeah. It was. It, well, and, and it, it was so funny though because like, um, I loved my GI Joe figures. Mm-hmm. They have disintegrated. I still have a handful of them. Sure. Um, I don't feel the need to go out and rebuy all my Joes. Right. Uh, Three or four of them, yes. If I get my hands on them, I would. Yeah. But like Transformers, I absolutely, I'm like, oh, I didn't have that one. I got to get that one. I don't care. I got to get that one. Like it's a different level. But um, between the two characters, Prime was like our generation's John Wayne. Yes. To, to like that that was yeah. our hero. That was yeah. our man figure. That was our male role model. And Duke was like your bad a oh, – can I say – I don't yeah, know if he, I can right. Yeah, he's a badass. Uh, he, he's, your, he's your badass older brother. Okay. Like, so it's, for me, the distinction was kind of like – incredibly different like Prime yes. is on this pedestal but Duke is like right there like alright buddy let's go do this like kind of a thing yeah. so it was a weird it was a weird shift between the two but still it was like oh there's blood coming out of him that's where his heart is that's not a good thing right. so yeah so I saw the Transformers movie um, when it hit video so I probably would have been in kindergarten or first grade okay. um, I remember I had a sleepover at a friend's house like a few of us all slept over the same kid's house that for I think Friday and Saturday night um, and so we watched the Transformers movie and it's so weird because I talked to some people who went and saw it in theaters and everyone has this terrible breakdown story. Oh, yeah. And to me, I don't know if it was because I was in a group of kids and like we were all like just having this fun yeah. weekend um, or if it's because my mom was real big into making sure I understood that cartoons were fake. Right. And not real. But like the death of Prime didn't bother me because okay. it was a cartoon. Like obviously I didn't like seeing my, you know, one of my favorite characters die. Right. But like okay, we don't have Optimus anymore, but now Hot Rod has become Rodimus Prime. Right. And so, cool, he's the new leader. 
right? Um, and actually, as an adult now, going back and, and rewatching a lot of season three, I actually don't like how much they make Hot Rod question his value as a leader. Oh no, it's and and I, that's the one thing like that's echoed through the rest of their continuity all the way up. To, I think till probably more than meets the eye, mm-hmm. the, the last phase two set that they did for the IDW um, comics. Yeah. yeah, it was always like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not. I'm like. Dude, you are. You're awesome. And that's why when they did the, the Phase 2 more than meets the eye stuff, he's like, yeah, man, we got this. It's cool. Like, that's the hot rod yes. that I've wanted. Yes. Where it's just like almost overly confident to the point where it's like, yeah, yeah, I got a plan. I, <laughs> I, I got a plan. Yeah, don't worry. We'll, what, fig- we'll figure what this out. What is it? Guys, it's cool. We got this. No, but what's the plan? We'll figure it out. Let's go. Let's just, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, now, okay, so you, you were – have, there's enough of an age gap to where um, did you watch any of the quotation marks generation 2 version of the original series where it had like the giant plastic prime where he lifted the kid up on okay. the hand did so, you watch any of those so that's actually not generation 2 that's season 5 uh, oh, is that yeah, considered season five? So, okay. Uh, yeah. So Transformers is is this weird beast where um, there are 98 episodes in the movie, the right. original series, uh, but the last season got truncated down from what was going to be a five-part miniseries to right. three. Right. Right. And that's the rebirth, which introduces the headmasters and target masters. And then, like, they just kept the time slot for the next two years. So oh, the 87, 88 they season, okay. they just re-aired episodes over and over again. See, and I couldn't, I couldn't watch it because I, I couldn't handle those weird CGI <laughs> transitions between so that scenes. was Generation 2. Was that Generation so, 2? Yeah. Okay, because so, that's the one I'm talking about. Okay, so the giant puppet Power Master Optimus Prime was like the 89, 90 season. So okay. the Micro Masters toys were coming out. Right. I think the Action Master toys were coming out. Right. Um, the death rattle of Generation 1 Action right. Masters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're Transformers that don't transform. I, I still have mine, but still they're, it was like... I, they're, uh, they're cool because they're more playable. Right. Right? Because you can actually play with them like they're action figures. Right. But they're Transformers that don't transform, and that's just weird. Yeah. Um, and then they would do things like Optimus Prime comes with a truck. Starscream comes with a plane. And you're like, well, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Then what? Yeah, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Power Master Prime puppet thing with Tommy Kennedy was the kid's name, I think. Oh, wow. Again, I've read way too much of the Transformers yeah, that's, wiki. Yeah, that's deep. I didn't, uh, even, <laughs> I didn't even think that kid had a name. He did, yeah. Yeah, and he was always coming in being like, Prime, I don't want to do my homework. And he's like, well, let me tell you about a time the Autobots didn't want to do their homework. Yeah, see, and I couldn't deal with that. Like, I think it was too old to be like, <laughs> yeah. yo, this is not cool enough for me, man. This, I'm old is... school Transformers. <laughs> I like my 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 uh, human sidekick to Transformers being 2D. I can't that's, handle this. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, and it was the last season, and it was yeah, recapping, yeah. rehashing episodes. Yeah, and then a couple years late, like that was that was it. Like there was yeah, and I think they only did like ten or fifteen episodes with the adding Prime and Tommy to the the front oh, and really? back of it. God, yeah. It felt like it was so much well, it longer. Lasted for a season. Yeah, so okay. it may have been twenty six, and then they reared them. Or yeah, something. I don't know. Uh, the tfwiki.net will tell you if you really care that much. It's a treasure trove. It's, it is every bit of Transformers information in the snarkiest way possible. Yes. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, their entry on Donald Duck might be the funniest thing I've ever read. All right, I got to go read that. Uh, <laughs> I got to yeah. go read that. Um, and then, yeah, in 93, they did Transformers Generation 2, and they had those really weird CGI intros with Optimus fighting Ramjet for some right. reason. And then, yeah, the oh, scene transitions yeah. were the original cartoon, but they added, like, a weird the yeah, Cybertronic weird cube. No, yes. I couldn't handle so that. For me, that was, oh, cool, Transformers is back on the air. These transitions are weird and dumb, but... 
at least I'm watching Transformers. Yeah, see, like, and and I I uh, uh, I had the parents that had the foresight to record season one for me. Oh yeah, like commercial I, and I, all, and I did not. Yeah, and and uh, I mean I wore those tapes out. Those those tapes literally snapped. Oh, like oh. they were they were literally <laughs> uh-huh. worn out. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean they didn't snap until like. 94 I think that's still but after generation 2 yeah I mean that the tapes were 7 years old and yeah. I watched them all the time yeah. so yeah, yeah they're gonna snap um, yeah and generation 2 as a toy line as like a, like everyone kind of dumps on it now it's like ah generation 2 they're not generation 1 it's like well right it's right in I'd the name say, yeah also the name generation 1 didn't exist until generation 2 right right um I didn't get a lot of the the guys the first time around, right? I, I had an oh, Optimus, yeah. I had a Blaster, I had Prowl, which I couldn't pronounce, so I just called him Blue Streak, not realizing that they were actually the same toy in different right. colors. Um, I just I couldn't say Prowl as a little kid. It was you know, Prowl, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. right? So yeah. I was like, uh, Blue Streak. They look the same. Yeah, and they're both Close kind enough. of police cars. Um, <laughs> yeah. See, so. and I I I kick myself mm-hmm. because I would see those. And my mom would be like, well, do you want to get any of them? Because these are ones I couldn't get you when you were a kid. Right. And I was like, no, they're not the ones I ha- that, that they look different. Right. They look different. I right. don't know. They're not them. So because I don't want them. Bumblebee would be chrome yellow instead of just flat yellow. Right. Well, or, now I did get Bumblebee in the chrome because okay. I want him. But then I lost him oh. on a school trip. Okay. Uh, a high school school trip because I, well, I'll tell you. That's. Transformers. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Um, no, I had this weird OCD thing where it's like, oh, those are the aerial bots. I always wanted the aerial bots. But they're all weird colors. So uh-huh. they're not the aerial bots. Okay. Um, See, and I was just happy to get a Megatron, even if he was a, an ugly purple and green tank. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I didn't have Megatron the first time around. Also, I remember looking at the toy and being like, it's weird that he's a tank, but a tank makes a lot more sense than a gun that Optimates could just run over. Right. So, like, yeah. as much as there are people still to this day who are like, Megatron is a gun, he's a Walther P-38, the end. I'm well, like, the, no, he can be a tank, because that, that makes sense. The other problem was, too, as I had a... a I mean, obviously, you know, you're a kid and your parents have budgets and stuff like that. Sure. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was coming out around that time. Yes. And I was a tre- I'm a Trekkie. Oh, so the Playmates Star the Playmate, Trek co- yes. toys were coming out uh-huh. at that time. Uh-huh. So um, it was like, look, wh- which which ones do you want? Because yep. you can't get them. It's like yep. Star Trek and Turtles. Yeah. Like, I, no, that's fair. Sorry. It's got to be Star Trek and Turtles. And, so. and I, you know, I bought, I have a hand, I had a handful of the G2 Transformers and I didn't have most of them. Right, but like I finally had a Megatron for, right. for years until the joints that held his top yeah. and bottom half snapped. Um, so I had an Optimus and a Megatron, and even though they were wildly out of scale with each other, right. I could play. I have the two of them, right? Mm. Um, and by that point, I had seen that Marvel had done the Transformers and GI Joe crossover. Right. So right. like I was like, all right, cool. Well, Autobots and GI Joes and and Cobra and Decepticons. Um, and then I had a bunch of the G.I. Joe Street Fighter figures, so I just, oh, you just added them. Yeah. So it was often M. Bison and Megatron because I didn't have a Cobra Commander. Oh, see, no, my buddy. So <laughs> growing up, when I, flashing back, back to the 80s again, um, uh, my best friend growing up and I, we had this weird deal. Mm-hmm. He got the Cobras and the Decepticons. I got the Joes and the Autobots because mm. I generally already gravitate towards the hero sure. characters rather than the villain characters with, with minor exceptions. Yeah. Um, and we would integrate. Both. We yeah. would just be like, look, the Joes are have teamed up with the Autobots to fight the the Cobra and the Decepticons. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just, yeah. it's just how it was. It just, it, yeah. it made sense. Yep. So, uh, it never occurred to me that they weren't in the same universe. Even growing sure. up as a kid, it was yeah. just like, oh, we're just seeing Joe Adventures over here and Autobot Adventures over here, and then every now and then they cross over like that. Well, and then like growing up, when you grow up and you you 
bother to research any of this stuff, you're like, oh, it's the same people writing both shows. Right. Oh, there's the same music cues in both shows. Oh, yeah. No, and, and oh, I... It's the, it's the same voice actors in both shows. Like, they're the same show, and there yeah. are... There are um, uh, it's, not, it's, it's not Geraldo Rivera. What is his name? Uh, oh, I'm going to hate myself. But there's the news reporter... Who they introduced? Yes, and in it's the, the same. It's yeah, yeah. It's uh, Hector Garza. Yes, yes, and, yes. Uh, they introduced him to the twenty epi- twenty questions episode of GI Joe, and like later they needed a huge info dump in an episode of Transformers, and they're like, "Well, what do we do?" No, Hector Garza was a wrestler. What is this guy's name? I know who you're talking about because oh, he does look like Geraldo Rivera. He he's absolutely yeah. not Geraldo Rivera. But it, but it, yeah, it, yes, yeah. Um, Oh, well, so see, and I think the music so is what tipped me off to it because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been collecting movie scores since I was a kid. Okay. Like, I'm, we're talking, like, movie scores since I was, like, seven. Yeah. So, for me, like, it, oh, it's got the same music cue? Well, then the same yeah. in the same universe. they got the same music. Yeah. It, it makes sense. Um, so. There's an episode of G.I. Joe where Cobra, like, takes over an island, and it's literally a shot of Dinobot Island. Oh, <laughs> like, I never. Oh, that's amazing. Like they're like it's it. They so they shared so much stuff right down to like background assets. See, and it's it's funny because like uh, Transformers, I'll still watch the original stuff as as cheesy mm-hmm. and eight, there's still some really solid stories yeah. in there. Uh, maybe not the one where Prime gets turned into an alligator and then a gun turret <laughs> on top. Like that's not, not right, that one. Hold on, I'm gonna interrupt your story right now. I want my first Optimus Prime toy, his arm broke off. Oh my gosh. And so the styrofoam inserts that would come with Transformers back then, I yeah. would use as buildings, right? Yeah. Oh, everybody did, I think. And so, and the, the smokestack on that Prime toy could rotate, yeah. right? So I just rotated it and stuck it into one of the styrofoam inserts oh, to reenact that scene God. from the cartoon because Prime's gun was just shooting randomly. See, you're lucky. My Prime, I opened him up for Christmas. Ooh. I had him three months before I dropped him on our tile floor, and his legs went in two different directions. Oh, no. Um, To this day, I still look at Primes, re-releases or what – I don't care, Mm -hmm. but, like, if it's the original mold, I'm like, yeah, that's $150. My wife will kill me. (laughs) But – that's a way to go. <laughs> um, that's what, the, the Siege Optimus Prime yeah. is probably the best Optimus Prime I've ever owned. He's so poseable. I don't transform him, and I know you're going to say something because I see the look on his mm-hmm. face, and I know about mm-hmm. the waist joint problem. I, I don't. I don't know about There's that. There's a waist joint. On. Yeah, but okay. uh, I, I love uh, the posability on that thing. Yeah. He's yeah. great as a figure. Okay. Uh, and I'm excited about the new one that's going to be coming that's out with the trailer. Was, yes, that's what I was yeah. going to say is I I something about the Siege Optimus bothers me. Okay. I don't know what it is. I think it's the extra lights on the top of his chest um or the extra windows or whatever. Like, I it whatever that it's weird yeah. and it's it's the way you look at the you the way that you as a kid looked at G2 Transformers like right. that's not my Optimus. Um, it's definitely the back piece. Okay. That back piece adds like a backpack onto him, so it really throws his character design off. Mm. That's that's the only complaint I have about that character. Okay. Uh, but with them releasing the Earthrise edition, right. I'm like you know what, I I gotta I gotta figure out uh, right. what what chores I owe my wife <laughs> in the house, what honey do list checklists I've got to do to get that it's, one. It's it's one of those things where when Siege was coming out, I was like, all right, deluxe figures are twenty bucks now, and the the yeah. Voyager class ones are thirty. I was like, all right, well, deluxes used to be like ten to fifteen, and Voyager was twenty to twenty five. So we're keeping like the same well and, and if you look at it if you ratio. look at it this way because like i i took uh, a break mm-hmm. uh probably around uh 
Not powers of the prime. Not what was it? Combiner war or Teen Titans Return was first. Uh, was it Combiner war? Either one. Yeah. Um, Combiner wars was first. It was Combiner war. I took a break. Yeah. I didn't buy any Combiner war. I think I got two or three figures at the end of Titans Return, and okay. I think I only got one or two of powers of the prime. But there were a lot of figures in there where I'm like, man, I missed those figures. They yeah. were cool. And I go back and look on the secondary market, and they're forty dollars. Right. Out of the box, and yeah. I'm, I'm kind of going like, well, okay, yeah, they're twenty dollars in the box now. Which, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like buying one every week or anything no, like no, that. No. But but like, I kind of look at it going, if I miss this one now mm-hmm. at twenty bucks, mm-hmm. I'm going to be paying forty bucks for it six months from now. Right. Um, right. And that's why I bought that that uh, Skyfire. Yeah. Oh, I pre-ordered that sucker. Do you, like, all right. Like, <laughs> one of my buddies brought that to the trading card game Sunday. Nice. And like, yeah, the 70, 80 bucks, whatever it goes for. Like, I was, I was looking at, it, I was like. It's really hard to argue with that price with as big as that toy is. That thing's huge. I was not expecting it to be as big as it is. Oh, it's bigger than a combiner. It yeah. It's it's amazing. It's, it's beautiful. It is gigantic. Um if you sanded it down, it could be a masterpiece figure. Like a masterpiece G one Jetfire. I've, I've no seen problem. I've seen the masterpiece uh yeah. Jetfire. I actually prefer this one to that one. Okay. This one feels sturdier. Mm-hmm. Um I'm the one thing with the masterpiece edition. Well, there's no there's no officially released masterpiece well, the, Jetfire. The, but the third the, party the ones. The third party ones, yeah. rather, I should all... say. <laughs> uh, I I am not a proponent of third party because I'm not a fan of people stealing other people's intellectual property. Um, but I've looked into why Hasbro and Takara don't go after those people more, and it literally comes down to because all the Transformers characters are owned by Hasbro and Takara, they'd have to come together united to and, go after him. and they'd have to go with all of the people they license Transformers to in Europe and like Australasia mm. and stuff. So I and so it's it's literally it would actually cost them more money in legal fees than they would get in damages. Yeah, damages. Well, and the the thing, the one proponent I like mm-hmm. about third party because um, I, I haven't really gotten any third party because sure. I'm always afraid it's going to break because like right. I, I don't know what their factory setups are right. and like their trans- some of the transformations are it's like oh what one hinge is holding this whole thing together like yeah. that stuff makes me nervous but um, when I look at a third party and go man that's perfect and then Hasbro solicits something a year later where it's mm-hmm. like oh they saw what they did uh-huh. and proved it made it sturdier and it's licensed. Yes. So I like the third party because it feels like it's pushing the Hasbro designers to kind of go, well, okay. um, we can, we don't need to sue, we, we don't need to sue them. We just need to make a better product. Right. And that's really what it comes down to. And when Hasbro and Takara are doing it, they're probably doing it for cheaper because they're going to release it to a mass market. Right. So you're getting a similar or better figure. Right. And that's why that maybe not as quick. Yeah. Because I mean, I saw, I saw. Um, that Skyfire a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, and I'm like, man, I would get that, but I don't have 300 bucks for something like that. I can't, <laughs> I can't swing that. Like, right? There's nothing in my soul that would make me feel good about spending 300 dollars on one figure. And then this one comes out, and I'm like, yeah, my soul can take a hit on 80. Yeah, I can take a hit on yeah. that. So yeah, um, yeah. And I, I am, I am weary of the prices of Transformers now. Um, but I did, I did splurge uh, for the Hound and a Sideswipe. I repainted right, yeah. the Sideswipe into the cool G2 colors. Nice. I like the black and red one yeah. instead of the red and black one. Um, and then Hasbro released that in a Target online exclusive or whatever. Yeah, but like, it came with like – it was like a 50 or $60 pack. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I came out ahead on that. Yeah, uh, I, I think you did because like um, Slam – what was it? Uh, Slam Rain, Dance. Slam Dance or was in it. Rain, 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 Rainmaker and Slam Dance. So it's Rain Slam or Dance? Grand Slam. Grand Slam. Yeah, and Rain is the Dance. combiner, which is a repaint of Skytread. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, I, I always wanted Skytread okay. or Flywheels or whatever. Sure. Like, I've always wanted that one. My buddy had that one. I was like, yeah, that Duocon's cool. So yeah. I, I was very happy that that came out. Yes. I actually got him. He was super cool. Um, 
but I, I still have all of my pieces for Slam Dance and Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. Like I have my cassette and mm-hmm. all of their stuff and same with like Squawk Box and, and Boom Box yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I saw that. I'm like, okay, that's There's like four people listening who are super pissed that we don't know these names. Yeah. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> it's, I've had a long day. Grand Slam um, and Rain Dance. Grand Slam and Rain Dance make. Slam Dance. Slam Dance. Right. Squawk Talk and Beast Box. Make, make Squawk Talk. Squawk Box. Some Beast. Talk. Oh, no, it's Squawk okay. Box. Squawk Box. It's okay. Squawk Box. Cool. There yeah, we go. That one I remember. Okay. Um, but no, I, I, I also had those cassettes as kids. I don't anymore. Oh, I still have but, those. I okay. Still have, I, uh, I still have all my Ravage pieces. He's still a loose Ooh. joint, but I've got his. Yeah. <laughs> nice. He's a G1. He's. Anyways, um, I, 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 that repaint on that one. Mm-hmm. Made me go, you know what? That's cheating a little bit. Yes, you're right. He was a jet, and yes, he was a tank. But and he combined one, into a robot. He combined into a robot. So yes, you're. Uh, yeah. just It felt like it was like, yeah. It, it's not as bad as the crosshairs figure that's going to be coming out, where it's a repaint of Ironhide with a different head. Yeah. I that one was like, okay, I don't know about I, that one, you guys. I, so here's the thing: is I look at that as well, we can get this, or we can not get crosshairs. I'd rather not have them. Okay, I'd See, rather I'd rather I'd rather I, wait three three uh, things down and get a, an actual crosshairs original mold. Yeah, and we still might. Yeah, and I right? mean I mean that that figure could be used reused for several other characters, yes. but yeah. crosshairs did not. I, I'm not strike gonna, me. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I also think that the robot mode looks enough like crosshairs where I'm cool with it. I think I think I have an overall problem with the Ironhide transformation okay. into the weird truck sled thing he yeah. turns into. Yeah. So I'm never going to turn him into that. It's That's never going to happen. That's fair. Um, yeah. But I want a ratchet. That's yeah. an Earthrise ratchet. I don't want a Cybertronian ratchet. Okay. I want like the little weird Suzuki van. Uh, but Has Hasbro ever made one of those? Because um, I, I know there was like that Generations one that turned into kind of an SUV, the Ironhide Hasbro or Ironhide ratchet mold. I don't. Think but so? I don't know that they've actually made because like, the, the only ones van. I've seen are like the third-party aftermarkets, and, right? Um, and I'm sure they don't have the license to reproduce, reproduce that vehicle. Obviously not. Um, but it'd be it'd be, it'd be neat. It and would be. It's un, it's unrealistic. I'd settle for like a, an honest-to-god looking ambulance. Sure. You know, just yeah. like the you know big old boxy back and a little yeah. like you know little Toyota Ranger front or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, so going back to <laughs> the, yeah. the mid '90s. Um, yeah, no, uh, the one that got me, I think it was episode six, because I was watching it, and I was huge into CGI at the time. I loved it. Okay. Um, Beast Wars. Yes. I was like, okay, I guess they're just reimagining it. Yeah. Sure. And I'm in high school, so I'm I'm, I'm old enough to know, you know, uh, all right, I'm not going to get mad at this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it its fair shot. It could be terrible. Who knows? And uh, when they had Unicron show up as a mm-hmm. ghost or whatever mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to go to Primal, I was like, this is this is a continuation of G one. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that this isn't. Right. Uh, things just got real, you guys. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Beast Wars is one of those things. Um, I. <laughs> so, uh, th- at that time, I was in eighth grade. I want to say, um, and Sailor Moon was running oh, before yeah. I had to leave for school in the morning. Yep. And it was Sailor Moon was the first show I recognized as being from Japan. Um, later, I went and realized that most of the cartoons I watched as a kid were from Japan. <laughs> but uh, Sailor Moon was the first one I recognized as being anime. Right. And so, but I had to leave halfway through it, so I was taping them uh, so okay. that I could watch them at, in the afternoon. And there was one morning where I was in, you know, just outside Boston, and these two days in a row, they aired the first two parts of Beast Wars. Oh wow! And like, not only did they take up where Sailor Moon was. 
when they picked up Sailor Moon back on Wednesday, it was where Sailor Moon would have been. They just didn't air those two episodes. Oh, wow. Um, so I didn't record, like I had all of the American Sailor Moon except for those two episodes for oh, the wow. longest time. Um, Jeez. <laughs> I was so mad. I just eventually just taped over See, that Sailor Moon tape. And so, so, uh, I recorded everything I watched. Sure. Sliders, Star Trek. I okay. mean, like, to the point where I was watching it and editing out commercials and pausing and then rehitting mm-hmm. it because I knew the beats of, like, there was, like, a two-second delay of black air. Yep. And then, like, the episode would start. So, yep. I, knew, I like, I had it down, man. And I even, like, stenciled the the, the logos of everything onto the tape. And uh, I ended up giving some of them to Mike Oliveris, who does uh, Tucson Comic Con. Because oh, yeah. he, he collects old media and stuff like that. But, um it was the same thing. Beast Wars came on at 6.30 in the morning. Okay. I don't do 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> it doesn't happen. But I did for Beast Wars because at 5 in the morning was the back-to-back of Sailor Moon and Ronin Warriors. Ooh. And so what I would do is I would wake up at 4.50, mm-hmm. pop the tape in, set it the timer for an hour, fall asleep. And then when the tape stopped and ejected, it would wake me up. And I'd put the tape in for Beast Wars, hit record, fall asleep, and then it would pop out, and then I'd get ready for school. <laughs> like, that was that was every single morning for that oh. year and through summer. Like, oh, that whole summer, it was the same thing. These weird rituals we get into as kids yeah. because we don't want to miss cartoons, right? It, I know. And now, kids today don't know that because everything's on DVD a year oh, later. Oh, man. I, or uh, just on Netflix in two weeks. Ella just turned three, and uh-huh. she watches stuff online. It's all streaming, you know, yeah. YouTube or yeah. PBS Kids or whatever. And uh, we were watching uh, one of the YouTube channels for like a, the new Mickey Mouse cartoons that came out a couple of years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. And a commercial popped up. And she freaked out. And I'm like, honey, this is a commercial. She's like, commercial? I'm like, yes, commercial. That means they're just trying to show you things. No, like commercial. <laughs> and I'm like, me neither, kid. Me neither. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm oh. like, oh, it's a rough life. Yeah. 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 Uh, meanwhile, I was on 2B TV the other day just watching G1. I was just nice. like, you know what? It's October. I'm going to watch Dark Awakening where Optimus Prime is a zombie. Nice. And uh, I ended up watching like five or six episodes that night because I was just like, I'm not going to hit stop. I'm going to keep working on whatever I'm working on. I got lucky and the last uh, – when I got the series on DVD, I mm-hmm. took some stuff into Vogue Men's. And, sure. Um, I had only had season one in that nice silver box set, oh, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, first yeah. DVD set. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I just never got around to buying the rest of the series. And when they did the last re-release, when they were in the slim cases, I was able to pick up the rest of the series in there for trade credit. I was like, yeah. 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 Um, I ended up just buying that from Shout Factory. It was on sale one, like randomly one weekend. It was on sale for like 30 bucks. It was normally 55. And I never, was like, every single time it went on sale, like my tire popped or yeah. I needed an oil yeah. change. Like it was just like, hey, life is telling me it's not time to own this yet. And that's that was my story too until this one time where I happened to have an extra 30 bucks and it happened to go on sale. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing this. I don't even care. And it's then, what? like two weeks later, they put the Japanese collection on sale, like oh. on payday. And I was like, "Well, then I'm buying Headmasters, Super God Master yeah. Force, and Victory." Like, I don't even care. I'm doing it right now. Now, those I've never actually seen, and I've only know what I know off of um, three different sources: okay. uh, TF Wiki, of sure, course, of course, uh, as a reference point. Uh, but there's a guy who does video uh, podcast, um, Chris McFeely. Yes, with his Transformers: um, The Basics. Yes, yeah. I, He's amazing. Yes. And then uh, another guy, uh, Toy Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, and I, Dan Larson. Yeah, Dan Larson. I, I 
religiously. If mm-hmm. they post a video, I watch it within like the first 30 minutes mm-hmm. of it going up. Uh, and so I've, I've learned a lot of the Japanese stuff from those two sources that, um, man, there's some crazy stuff that they do there. there. Yeah. So I have watched all of Headmasters twice. Um, the first thing I ever bought on eBay was a VHS collection of the original cartoon. Nice. Um, and it came with the Headmasters. Oh, wow. Uh, but it came with the Omni TV dub of Headmasters, which is infamous among Transformers fans. Um, it was done yeah. by a company, and I want to say Malaysia. Uh, sounds familiar. Who yeah. didn't have a great grasp on English. Oh, that's right. It mistranslated they it They mistranslated so much. So, and there were, you know, like, okay, Optimus Prime was called Convoy, but that was his name in Japan. Yeah, I so, mean, that's, that's, a, that's not a mistranslation. Okay, sure, that's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rodimus Prime was pronounced Rodimus Prime, but okay, sure, not Eng- English, not yeah, your first language. Whatever. Sure, yeah, that's best. Um, Blur, the fast-talking space car, oh, no. didn't talk fast, and oh. his name was Wally, and I don't know why. The Flash, I guess, maybe. I mean, yeah. All, also, the um, uh, sound director was named Wally Burr, and so maybe somewhere someone thought Burr and Blur were the same name. Oh, I that's those like that and the Flash are the best things I can come up with. I, I'm I'm sure their translation to our language would be infinitely better than my translation I, to theirs. You're probably not wrong. Um, Blaster was called Billy, uh, hmm. and in the episode where Blaster and Soundwave kill each other and then they're rebuilt into their new forms, right. instead of being called Twincast, the new Autobot boombox is just called Blaster. And instead of the Soundwave black repaint being right. called Sound Blaster, he was just called New Soundwave. <laughs> to the point where, like, Galvatron's walking around and be like, New Soundwave, come over here. That's, oh, man. Like, it just became one word, just New Soundwave. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, that's... Um, both the Matrix of Leadership and Energon cubes were called Power Packs. Weird. Which led to a lot of very confusing moments when you're watching and like we have to get the power pack, and I'm like, like which one? There's no energon cubes, and oh, oh, there's the matrix over there. Okay, got it. Yeah, I would um, have trouble following that. Now, now the yeah. one I wish they would get translated. There was a comic made that had the Decepticons as one company and the Autobots made as a rival company, and they're all working as office jobs. Yes. And they're all, like, kind of chibi-looking, like, type yes. things. And it's, like, it's not even a low-stakes game. It's a no-stakes game. Like, <laughs> nothing important could possibly... Like, Megatron was the boss of this one, and Black Arachnia was, like, his secretary, and, like, just ridiculous, stupid fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to read that in English so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many weird things in Japan like that uh, I I don't know how but yeah, Takara yeah. has just kept up Transformers stuff oh yeah right? and they've retconned basically everything to be a continuation of G1 somehow in some comic yeah I don't know how that works especially with robots in disguise or, or car robots right. or, you know what I mean because like, that's a weird like that Cybertron trilogy I could not get into yeah no, uh, there, was I, some, there were some cool figures that came yeah. out of it yeah, I couldn't Hot Shot's get a cool character. Yeah, I, I liked but, the, his first toy was great. I yeah. bought that. I still have that. Uh, Skybite, 
I'm sorry. I'm not. Sure. I'm not going to deny Skybite. Nope. Skybite's cool. Um, I while it's not my favorite interpretation of of Optimus, I like the robot mode design of Armada Optimus Prime. Yes. Yes. Right. It's a cool design. Um, the Armada comic, ironically enough, like the first 18 issues of that series. Yeah. I mean, it didn't when it turned into Energon, it died like four issues later because sure. Dreamo went under. Right. Um, that comic was really solid. That first okay. arc was like. Oh man, this something's gonna go down. Like there was some seriousness to it, so I, I really liked that comic. So okay. um, I I dug that, but uh, yeah, the Unicorn trilogy I could not get into. Um, Prime, uh, I want to like Transformers Prime. Yeah, and I just can't. I've, I've watched those first dozen episodes like three or four times, so and I just can't get through it. I've been told I have the same problem with Star Wars Clone Wars. Okay. I can't get through season one. I just can't do it. But yeah. there's so much groundwork laid in that series season. It's like, I'm so bored, though. Mm-hmm. I'm so incredibly bored. Um, and I've seen a couple episodes from seasons two and three of both of the series. And I'm yeah. like, where where was this at at the season one? Right. So I got to move past that. Um, Transformers Animated, though, is fantastic. I have a friend who lent me season two and three, like, Eight years ago, I still haven't watched it. Uh, I've watched parts, All right. and they look great. I love the the Daniel Q and A with Optimus Prime about where his trailer goes. Like that little that little short uh, is phenomenal. Season three opens up. You, season three opens up with a fight between Rodimus Prime and Cyclonus nice. in space. Okay, right. And Rodimus Prime is Rodimus Prime because Prime is a rank, right. not just the Autobot leader. Right. Right. So even though he turns into a future sports car, it's Rodimus Prime. Right. Right. And like season one, like season one is sort of weird because it is reintroducing Transformers to a new audience and it's them having weird like Teen Titan style adventures on Earth. Yeah. Season two gets away from that and like Megatron finally becomes the big bad guy and like Yeah, there becomes a Transformers cartoon. But season three it just they're like okay we can do whatever we want now because we're established yeah and I think I think Clone Wars same thing yeah where it was just like we got to get established and we got to go in and I'm like but you guys have the franchise we're gonna follow you guys into the flame right like, so you're going to I know but, but newer but five year old Johnny that's never heard of Star Wars before but, but or the, Transformers but the one that didn't have that problem and yes technically it's part of the Align continuity and it's part sure. of Prime Robots in Disguise the twenty the twenty twelve version where it's got Will Friedel talking for Bumblebee mm-hmm. and it's Bumblebee's crew. Mm-hmm. Man, that's great. Out of the, like first episode out of the ballpark. I really enjoyed that series. Okay. Like I thought the the first 5 were some uh first 5 episodes were solid fi- good set of episodes. Okay. I will um, admit I haven't watched that at all. Um I didn't I, I don't like Transformers without noses, which is ridiculous because they don't need them. I but I love the character designs and I really like the animation style. Like, normally sure. that that 3D cell shaded animation style really throws me. Okay. Um but it kind of worked. Okay. Um definitely give it a watch. It it definitely goes off of uh Transformers Prime continuity. Right. Which is the right. o- the only flaw it has, like introducing them, but whatever. I yeah, mean, I knew I, I kind of knew what already happened. So. I read X Men. I know how to understand things without having read the stuff before. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, have you been watching Transformers Cyberverse, which is uh, the ten I, minute shorts on YouTube? Yeah, I watched the first season, and it was intriguing enough to catch my attention. I haven't watched any season two yet, but I know okay. they introduced Cheetor as like the, the Matrix Guardian or whatever. Yeah. So. so I watched some of season one, and I was kind of like, "All right, I get it," but this isn't quite. And then season two, like episode two of season two, dropped a few weeks because they're doing a one a week. Oh, okay. Uh, and they're only up to like five or six now. Okay. Um, but I was like, you know what? Let me go back and watch just just season two. Yeah. Right. And it starts with just Autobots and Decepticons fighting on the moon. Right. Right. So I guess I just like when shows start with that. 
Interesting. Uh, <laughs> you you want to? It's just, just the in media res, man. Like, I, just start with them fighting. No, I, I like. I, I don't need the introduction. I know who all these characters are. I like it when a story is structured where it throws you in the middle of things and then yeah. we figure things out as we go along. Yeah, I love that kind of a storytelling method instead of like, yes. let's get to know everybody. This is this person. They work as a fry cook. I don't, like, I don't, I don't care. Right. I, I, I want to see the people. I want to see the conflict. Yeah. And then draw me in, and then we'll figure the rest out as we right. go along. Right. Right. So yeah, so I've I, I haven't gone back and rewatched all of season one of Cyberverse, but season two has been pretty solid, um, and the episodes are only ten minutes. Or yeah, 11. and that's that's, and what's that's super nice. Yeah, it's about really nice because it's like cool. There's not padding to fill a twenty-two minute time slot. There's some padding to fill ten minutes in some episodes, yeah. but like also like as I'm getting into it, it's done, and I'm like, okay, cool. I can go do anything else. Yeah. And, I, I, well, I, and and they they kind of solve a little bit of the Bumblebee talking problem because like yeah um I I was I was fine in the first Transformers movie where he's talking through the radio but mm-hmm. like I, I I was done then yeah like fix Ugh. it at the end of that one let's move on let's give him a voice um it, it's cute but it's, it's cute once it's cute it's 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 a shtick it, <laughs> yeah don't don't make it a repeating no, joke no. it's we're, Bum- we're Bumble- done now Bumblebee can talk he was voiced by Spider Man yeah Bumblebee can talk it's okay we can have him talk it's yeah. not a big deal but yeah. Anyways. That's that's the old grump in me talking. So. Yeah, yeah. I know there's an entire generation that thinks Bumblebee otherwise. Can't talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Jeff, we're almost out of time. Yes. But uh, when I randomly did a Google search for you this morning to be like, oh yeah, Jeff's going to be on the show. What should we talk about that he's doing? I was like, oh, right. Jeff's actually done a lot of things. I just yeah. know him as the guy I worked with at the comic <laughs> store. But like, I forgot you'd done like variant covers for Valiant Comics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I've got about. 15 graphic novels that I've written and drawn myself. Uh, my wife has co-written th- four of those. Okay. Or three of them and has written one of them. Uh, I'm working on graphic novels 16, 17, and 18 right now co-currently. Um, one of my titles is Dr. Oblivion's Guide to Teenage Dating. Another one is Bosco and Fleet Detectives of the Occult Sciences. Uh, Dr. Oblivion's about a supervillain whose teenage daughter starts dating the town's teen hero. Uh, Bosco and Fleet <laughs> are a talking octopus and gorilla that solve occult crime in Victorian-era London. Of course they are. Uh, I have Super Pawn, which is about two slacker brothers that work at a pawn shop that sell equipment at a uh, for superheroes and wannabes. So I do quite a, quite a few different things. Um, I freaking love you as a series about me and my wife and our adopting our baby girl and like just our lives, our daily lives. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, uh, I have a website, Jeff Pina, P-I-N-A, which has a lot of that there. Uh, there's a small store there. I'm a little bit more active on my Instagram, which is Jeff Pina Makes Comics. Um, and my Facebook uh, is Jeff Pina Writes and Draws Stuff. And that's usually how you can find me at shows. If you look up Jeff Pena, writes and draws stuff, I'm I'm probably going to be there. So yeah. perfect, yeah, yeah. And I know you're doing you do the Phoenix, whatever Confusion, Fan Fusion, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, whatever, whatever. The yeah, I'll be the, that's, that's 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 my big uh, ten by ten booth. So yeah, yeah I usually yeah. My, he, my, my let me rephrase that. My niece usually runs it, and I'm usually running around doing things like that's, Valiant and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's so. often true because you're usually right next to uh, Val, who we had on during Phoenix Comic Con here on Atomic. Yes, Comic-Con. yeah. Um, and, and yeah, like every time I'll go over and say, "Hey, I, I got intend to come over and say hey to both of you." Yeah, we and, have a we have a nice little pod there because uh, yeah. I got Val Val uh, Hotchberg behind me, Travis Hansen across from me, mm-hmm. and then uh, Stacy from Puppet Pie is next to Val. So we have this right. like really weird like hipster cool neighborhood of family friendly goodness. So yeah, yeah it's kind of it's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. And then you started teaching. Yes, I uh, I teach. Uh, you get like one minute. Yeah, uh, I teach penciling for comics and inking for comics at Phoenix College and uh, Chandler Gilbert Community College. So, 
Um, you guys can sign up with that there. I'm teaching uh, one, one one class per semester at each campus right now. So yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. And then uh, for anyone who wants more of Jeff, he was on an episode of Finding Your Frequency with Ryan Treasure and yeah. myself uh, during Phoenix Fan Fusion. Uh, so if you dig through their archives all the way back to May, you might find it. Although Ryan's been dropping like two or three episodes of that show a week. Wow. So <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. I, <laughs> that's, that's what we do. Yeah. We, we make radio, right? Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for coming oh, in today. Thank you for having me. I like talking Transformers. Yeah. 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 Um, I miss working with you because like I, I, <laughs> I, I can have these conversations with you. I talk to some uh, uh, every now and then. of uh, the, the folks that work there are great. I love working with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they – started reading when I was like halfway through my collection. I'm like, oh, I have, I have back issues older than you. That's yeah. No, that I you, bought off the rack. Even when I was working there, quite a few of the people that we were working with started, I, I was reading comics longer than they've been alive. Yeah. And uh, which is fine. Like we all, like, we can't help when we're born. We all have to start no, somewhere. I'm, right? I'm old and grizzled now. That's all, it, right. really, that's all it's really <laughs> saying is like, I'm old. And, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. So like, and just when, you know, I don't know a lot about 70s pop culture because I wasn't oh, yeah. alive yet, right? So I've, I've got sci-fi, yes. I can match you in sci-fi. Fair Space enough. 1999, yeah. Okay. yeah. But anyways, yeah, the uh, rest of it, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and if you guys want to find the rest of us, um, or find me, whatever, uh, <laughs> Atomic Monsoon on social media, uh, Twitter and Facebook is just Atomic Monsoon. Instagram is Atomic underscore Monsoon for whatever reason. Instagram wouldn't let me have my name. Um, you can find us on all of the better podcatchers. Um, we should be, we're, we're on iHeartRadio now. Like nice. we're, we're all over the place. Sweet. Uh, yeah, so come take a look, uh, find us, listen to old episodes. And if you're on anything that lets you have a rating, uh, please give us a five-star rating because we like it when people are nice to us. Put those good vibes out there. Yeah. Uh, And we're going to, next week, we're going to finish up with Transformers Month. Um, And if all goes according to plan, Blaine Bublitz, who placed fourth in the Transformers trading card game at Gen Con, should be joining us. Wow, cool. So we'll be talking more about the Transformers trading card game, so uh, deal with it. Uh, (laughs) And Blaine has actually quite a big history with trading card games, so we'll we'll be getting a lot into into that. If you haven't bought those cards, uh, even if you don't play the game, those cards are beautiful. The (laughs) art on them, the foil, oh man, yeah. Uh, And... Speaking of the Transformers training here in game, uh, thank you so much to Juno Lusco and the guys at Wizards of the Coast for coming on last week. Um, it is our most successful episode so far. Uh, so if you haven't listened, please go back and do so um, because there's a lot of people who have heard it who aren't regular listeners of ours. Um, and so I would like for at least our regular listeners to hear. Uh, and if you are new to the show, if you're, you're coming and you decided to stay from last week, uh, welcome. And uh, we, we, we're glad to have you. All right, guys, have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next time. See ya.